this. This, this is It's Always Game Day in Cincinnati with Lindsey Patterson and Mike Santagata. But kind of just want to start with this game overall. Um, it was, you know, credit to Kansas City's defense. It was the defense I trusted more and the 49ers defense I started to see more from uh, when Greenlaw went down. It was a huge difference for their linebackers. It felt like um, I want to say the backup linebacker who went in there, the passer rating was like 159. They targeted him six times and one touchdown was scored because of him. So it was absolutely brutal day for him. Um, but yeah, just a defensive battle. If you really enjoyed that. And obviously Patrick Mahomes was able to lead him down the field um, for the overtime touchdown, but just overall, some of your thoughts on that game. It was not my favorite game to watch at the start. Um, I understood that some of it was, you know, a low scoring game because there was some great defense being played. And some of it was a low scoring game because guys were fumbling and making a lot of mistakes early in that Super Bowl. So that didn't feel great. Like I remember jokingly talking about, uh, I think I posted on Twitter, but also just in my, with my friends that were over, I was like, Chris Conley, the Super Bowl MVP right now for being a good gunner and having 18 receiving yards. <laughs> it was hard at first. <laughs> And then, like you, because the 49ers are winning at that time. And then uh, it's like, well, you're going to give it to Purdy? He hasn't really done it. Even the passing touchdown wasn't him. I thought he played fine. I thought he was overall fine. Missed some throws, missed some reads, made some throws, made some plays. I mean, put him in a position to win, but is what it is. Um, Then Mahomes and Kelsey happened. It's just kind of similar to what the 49ers did to the Lions. It felt like in the second half, it was just inevitable, kind of like watching the slow car crash of, now it looks like Casey's going to handle this one. But I will say early, and I mean early, early, when Chase Young smoked Donovan Smith with a swipe move for a sack, I thought, ooh, Casey in trouble? Like, I didn't really think that much about it because I was a Casey, I, I thought they'd win. But when that happened, I kind of, I don't know if it was just like a flashback to uh, what happened to them against the Bucks, or I just think like, oh, this, this offensive line is not going to dominate the way that they did or the way that maybe we thought they'd be able to or at least hold up in this situation. Like, is it going to be a bad situation? They don't have wide receivers to bail them out of it if they don't hold up, but it got better. And the pass rush over the course of the game felt like it slowed down. That was one of the bigger things. I mean, there were some adjustments being made and better play. Also, just finer, finer play being done. But yeah, overall, I enjoyed it for the most part. I definitely enjoyed the second half. I don't have a rooting interest in either team, so I was just trying to watch some good, some good plays, some good football being played, um, and lost my mind when I have watched and rewatched that third down in the low red zone in overtime from Kyle Shanahan deciding to pull his center. And then the right guard makes a blunder. I didn't know who made the, I'm not used to seeing a center pool and trying to figure out the protection from there. Um, But Jeff Schwartz, friend of the show, did a great job explaining it on Twitter. And I'm like, okay, I mean like the right guard blundered here, right? Like the right guard made a mistake. And that's why this pressure happened. But why are you making it so hard on him? <laughs> like, what are we doing with pooling the center and doing that? Like, that's in that moment, insane. like such a huge part of the game. It was absolutely crazy to think about. I mean, there were so many times. 
I, I actually, I know it's obviously easy to look at now. You'll see a lot of clips like, oh, that was a missed call. That was a missed call. I really felt like the officials were kind of letting the offensive lines play a little bit. Um, as we've heard most of the season, uh, you, you see the Kansas City tackles and it feels like they hold a lot. Even Mbosa said it going into the game, but it really felt like they were just kind of letting all of them play. There were some really good plays, um, I want to say, by um, uh, McDuffie. Uh, where I think, you know, in, in some games, some officials would have called a pass interference, but it was just really good defense. And I, I don't blame them for not calling it. It was a really good play by them. So overall, um, I felt like a defensive battle in the first half. Second half, you started to get things going. But if you're the 49ers, I mean, seriously, you go through that game this morning, you were waking up, you were thinking about the opportunity there, what you just mentioned for Brock Purdy, uh, the fumble when they were rolling down there in the first drive of the game, and it felt like, all right, they're really taking control. Brock feels really comfortable. They're going to be able to put some points on the board, at least a field goal, and you miss that opportunity. Then in the second half, just fall on the ball, and that doesn't turn into a score for Kansas City. Well, also, yeah, get your feet out of the way. Get out of the way. You got over the punts going, man. Get out of the way. Get out of the way. Uh, that was just crazy. mostly mostly unfortunate. I think that's wow. my main takeaway from that play was just like, wow, what a crappy play. <laughs> like, I didn't think like uh, – well, at first I thought Ray Ray just touched it for some reason. I was yeah. like, Ray Ray, what are you doing? And I, was, I watched it. I went like – get your feet out of the, like try to get out of the way of the ball, but at the same time, like weird bounce and it yeah. shouldn't have hit him, but it did. And that, yeah, like fall on the ball. Sure. I feel like heat of the moment, even seeing that it hit the heel was mm -hmm. something good from uh, the return man. But yeah, that just, if I, <laughs> that's the one that would kill me as a 49ers <laughs> fan that in that third down, I talked about would be the two things I'd be thinking about so much in this yeah. now. I wanted to get to my one take because okay, I remember, I remember during the season, we talked so much about how bad the Bengals offense, the offensive structure, people hate it. People hate this and that about the Bengals mm -hmm. offense. They hate how pass heavy it is. They hate all the drop back. Like, why can't they be like the Dolphins? Why can't they be like the 49ers? And I think these playoffs kind of showed what I was saying then, which is you only have so much time. Like you have to put your eggs into baskets in the offseason, right, to build out your offense. And the Bengals put a lot of eggs in the drop-back passing offense. The 49ers, the Dolphins, they put them into the run game and then to the play-action game off of it and the RPOs. But what they don't put a lot of eggs into is the drop-back passing game offense. And I feel like it showed up. I feel like this, this 49ers drop-back pass game isn't – excellent and when you get into duels with Patrick Mahomes with yeah. these high-end quarterbacks and I mean this wasn't even a super high scoring game but mm -hmm. I just felt like when the 49ers need to throw the ball and they got into situations where we got to drop back we got to throw the ball we got to get wide we can't be condensed and just getting picks and getting crossers etc like they're covering that what else do we have they didn't have another bullet in the chamber of they're not going to see this one coming kind of like what Andy Reed threw at him at the end of the game, which we can talk about that play in a second. Yeah, but we'll yeah. Just my, just my take is what the Bengals have always built their offense and people hate it in the regular season, but come playoff time, I know it hasn't been like some insight. No offense is that successful in the playoffs. Like you're playing the best of the best. Mm -hmm. Like the teams are scoring 40 points. They're playing, they're playing garbage playoff to like seven seeds. Like who cares? Uh, mm -hmm. But, uh, or the bills, I guess. Um, but 
these drop back the drop back passing game is how right now teams are winning the championship. They're not winning it by just having the effective run game, high end defense type of thing. Not often, at least. It's having like in my brain, I was trying to think: has there been a hyper efficient offense that's in the Shanahan style that has won since Mike Shanahan won with the Broncos? No, I look couldn't, at Kyle. I couldn't think of one, but I'm not an expert on like what those guys, what was happening in the 2000s. But yeah, what I, what I was thinking, I was like, I, I think Dad Shanahan is the only guy that ever took this offense, and he had John Elway, and you could say McVay, but I don't think it was the same offense. Like when I watched that McVay offense at the Rams, it was drop back pass stuff, and it was Stafford winning the game. It wasn't the offense continuing to be awesome. That Broncos won Terrell Davis. That's part of the reason in the Hall of Fame is because it was so awesome. But couldn't think of I know Kyle's lost it three times now which yeah feel your pain but I couldn't think of another I, I couldn't think besides Mike Shanahan and we could take a step further has there been an offense like that that lifts up the quarterback elevates the quarterback play that has been super successful in the playoffs I don't know like it you could say this 49ers but is it super successful in the playoffs if you get to the big game and lose and maybe this is just narrative, small sample size type thing. But in my brain, I just think that is awesome for the regular season. Come playoff time, you need to be able to drop back and pass the ball when you get into situations like that. If Joe And we talk a lot about Joe's weapons, Jamar Chase, Tyler Boyd, T. Higgins. If Joe had Brandon, Debo, George Kittle, CMC. Use check. What a game from him to start yeah. out. And you know, fullbacks are people too. I want the Bengals to get oh, one. Oh, Jawan Jennings. Jawan Jennings had a heck of a game. He but would have been. He would have guys, almost been the MVP if at times. He might have been the Super Bowl MVP if the 49ers won. Like taken yeah. away from my stupid like Chris Conley jokes, but uh, yeah, like you have all these weapons, but you don't have a drop back passing game, like no. a, a really effective one. I think it shows. I think you need to have a, a very effective drop back passing game to win the big game. I could be proven wrong next year. Maybe the 49ers just go out and win the whole thing next year as behind a run game and play action. But what I think is that when you get the extra prep time, look, their run game was ineffective. So what's your next move? I know some people talk about run the ball more, like kind of stunk. They They couldn't run the ball more. Yeah, they couldn't run the ball because the Chiefs loaded the box on it. And when you're getting the box loaded on you and you can't throw the ball without play action, your toast like if yeah. all you have are designer plays that they have spent an entire week getting ready to stop getting ready to, to give different coverage looks and you know run 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 the weak safety down to take away crossers or whatever else is going or play an inside leverage on a lot of this stuff so when they break inside it's thrown right at the corner right at the db whoever you know they're cheating some of the, the 49er specials so what's your change up to that? Like, can you run drop back pass game? And they couldn't. They couldn't really effectively run a drop back passing offense. So when the Chiefs adjusted, took away the run game and were taking away some of those designer 49ers plays, they didn't have an answer. At least I haven't watched the film, but that's what it looked like to me. And that's frustrating, right? Like I would hate if I got to a, if I got to a Super Bowl and the reason we couldn't win was because drop back passing game wasn't good enough. And is what it is. I, I heard JT O'Sullivan say the same thing though, so I do feel pretty vindicated in trying to make this point. I, but yeah. Anyway, don't yeah. get so mad at what the Bengals do with their spread drop back pass game because I feel like that's what gets you the big championship. That's what gets you the championship. They haven't won it. 
and they didn't they didn't put up a good enough game against the Rams to win it. I mean, yeah. maybe they did, but you know, well, you see their offensive line. I mean, he didn't. The second half didn't work out, but it wasn't because like, oh, we don't have any drop back pass game answers. It was because oh, our offensive line is sixty percent guys that'll be out of the league next year, and sure. they're finally finding a way to attack that, which is its own issue. I don't think they had have that issue this year. 